0: Investor's Edge with Gary Kultbom, straight talk about you and your money. Now from the BizTalk studios, here is Gary Kultbom. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kultbom, your host. A thanks for being with us today. Glad you are here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It is uh, Tuesday, April 28th, 2020, as always. We have lots to talk about. Hope you're having a better day. So before we get going, if you do not get this show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archived. We are live 6.06 p... Live. It's played live on radio at 6.06 06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also at GaryK.com, you can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. or go Twitter at GaryKalbomb. You know, follow me. You can email me. Just be nice. Just be nice. Uh, read whatever we post, articles, or commentary. If you'd like to hear what we're doing, like we're here, we'd like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button, press the subscribe button to get our no- free notes direct to you, and our email service, convictionleaders.com, with one month free. Just press the button right there at garyk.com. And of course, Linkly co backslash garyk to get our show in whatever app, and also, we have put up now, right on the front of GaryK.com, uh, a player. And it basically shows the shows, without commercials. And you can click on any of the days, and the show will come up. I think it will. Yeah, there you go. Oh, look at that. And I noticed no dates on them. i got to get that fixed. No No dates on player. Excellent. All right. So today on the show, we'll do the markets. And how do I put this? We always use the line, if things change, we'll let you know. And the way markets are right now, that really can happen very quickly. It can Uh, both up and down. What's leading can start lagging. What's lagging can start leading. The goal is to get what we call the big picture right, the main trend right. Now, those that have followed us throughout the years do know we actually talk trends in the long-term big picture. The intermediate term trend what what's going on maybe the next weeks and short term trend kind of sort of now and then there are times there were really no trends back and forth and what we call nausea and i must tell you there's what we call a lot of jello moving on the plate right now in the past couple of days we have said to you looks like the Worst areas are getting better. Looks like the small caps are getting more of a bid than the large caps. And nothing shows that more than what we are seeing today. And we will cover it big time today. And as always, we hope you're listening. Because, very simply, we will keep you in lockstep or just one little step ahead of the market. And that's all you need. Because I know people keep telling you where things are going to be at the end of the year. I I know you keep hearing that. None of them know. You got that? On February 21st and 20th, when we said to you, we think the complexion is changing and we are heading down of unknown price and time. And then, on that next Monday, we gapped down, and I said, eh. eh." Well, we didn't know we'd crash. We knew we were going lower. And some of these big investment bank outfits, well, we went down 25%. All of a sudden, they got bearish. And all of a sudden, the targets went way, way down. And then we rallied back up 4,000 points, and all of a sudden, after the 4,000 points, eh, the bottom's in. Targets are now raised. Yay. Thanks. Yippee. So we just want you to be careful because if what we are seeing and what we are seeing is this rally right now. If it hits a wall and starts heading lower and we start going back down towards the lows... You know what they're going to do with their targets. They're going to change them all after the fact. But that doesn't help you. Not a lick. Oh, the Dow's down 4,000 points, and we are going to lower our target 4,000 points. Hey, thanks. And by the way, this is no indictment, we're just stating the obvious on Wall Street. So as the greatest technicians on earth. For two reasons. A, we get the main trend right. And B, we know there's nothing 100%. We take ego out of the equation completely. And if something changes immediately, we will be wrong fast and wrong small. Versus what some of the other crap goes on. So just remember that. Very important as we move forward because things are wild right now. And there's so many variables right now. There's so many things that can potentially influence right now. For starters, the opening of America right now. We're getting that. Bunch of states, bunch of cities are opening up. Slowly, but they are opening up. And I, that's got to be good news if, we got to throw the if in, they open up and we don't hear of a furthering of this, what they call a pandemic. And that has to be a worry because we always have to look at both sides. What if they start opening up bowling alleys and hair salons and this, that, and the other thing? And all of a sudden, five people at the hair salon get the pandemic. Well, they're shutting down that hair salon. All of a sudden, the the mayor or the governor has to look at that and say, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. The media, of course, will blame them if they're on the right. If they're on the left, they will not say a word. And then you have to react to what comes next. Not sure I want to be in those shoes. So we have to deal with that on a daily basis. But the good news is, they're opening up. And as I posed to you yesterday, what's the difference between here in Lake Mary, Florida? Home Depot's open. Target's open. Publix is open. Winn Dixie is open. Staples is open. I got copy paper at Staples the other day. So if Staples is open, why the hell isn't Dick Sporting Goods open? They're very simple. Why isn't every other retail store open if Staples is open? Essential Staples? Okay, let's call them essential. Fine. But that's a great point to have everybody opening with care and safety. I'm in on that. I don't get it. Why every retail shop is not open, if you have these others open, and as long as you do it safely. JetBlue announced today, if you are flying on JetBlue after May 4th, you are wearing a mask, or you are not flying, and you're keeping that mask on the whole time you are flying, or you are not flying, and you're going to have that mask on when you come to reservations, when you walk away from reservations, not sure about the security part but when you get to the gate you have a mask on when you board you have a mask on and when you are on the flight you have a mask on you can take it off I guess maybe you're going to eat but I don't think they're serving food now either so safely the opening up of America is here and it's going to be little by little piece by piece inch by inch city by city county by county state by state And let's keep our fingers crossed, ladies and gentlemen, that we do not get any other outbreak off of it, because that would not be good news. And I hear people saying, oh, maybe we should wait long, or maybe we should not wait for when, is a good question. I don't have the answer. I am not a genius. But it's here. it's here and I gather one will follow the other and we'll see how it plays out over time now differing things are going to be different up next what are they and then full market wrap and when I mean market wrap the jello be moving on the plate I'm Gary this is the one only investors edge Purchase necessary. Prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kultbomb. It doesn't get better than this. <laughs> and welcome once again to Investor's Edge. So the question on opening up for certain businesses, and and again, this is to ponder. Sporting events? How do you do that? I got to tell you, if I'm commissioner of basketball, baseball, football, man, oh man, that has got to be tough. I do know they're going to have a professional golf tournament in June. No spectators. No spectators. They're going to have the Masters in November. They have not announced yet whether they're going to have spectators or not. Now you're outdoors with golf, so you can still put it on. But I'm wondering why they don't have spectators and just maybe have 20% less spectators, or 20% of, or just have some. Because in golf tournaments, I mean, why not have 1,000, 2,000 people spread out? But in stadiums and arenas, my great love of professional wrestling, how you can have people there at ringside, Disney World, theme parks, how do you do that? I'm getting emails from airlines now and hotels. Uh, I got one, I think it was Marriott, that stated, we now have uh, some scientific whatever-whatever on cleaning the rooms. And they may be putting a seal on the door when you check into a room that it was gone over with a, you know, whatever they're going over with. So it's really going to be interesting to see how everybody deviates from the norm on the business end and how people react to it. Going to businesses, some things are going to be a lot easier than others. No doubt. I had it here somewhere. I got this email from Marriott. I can't find it. i read it to you. I'll try and find it, and then uh, we'll do it tomorrow. The Market Wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbach, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man. You're either in or out of the market. With proprietary indicators, go check it out. Investment-models.com. So... We gap up three hundred points today on the Dow. In fact, at the high today, we we're at twenty-four five one two. We were up three hundred and eighty points at one time today. Three hundred and eighty. The NASDAQ on the open today was at eighty-three. 8830. We were we were right now as we speak 8677. What's, we're up 105. But as I speak, the Dow is only up 70. The S&P is only up three. The Nasdaq's down 53. The Nasdaq 100 down 87. Remember what we said about yesterday? Small caps now starting to outperform. Large caps less so. Damn. The NASDAQ is down, NASDAQ 100 is down 1% while the Russell 2000, the small caps is up 2% today. Earlier, when the Dow went negative, it was down about 30 points. The NASDAQ was down a 100 at one time and we're bouncing up a little bit. So we call that wild swinging. We call that And listen carefully, I'm very careful with my words. A near-term changing of the guard. Near-term, don't know if it's long-term, but near-term changing of the guard. We saw it to a little extent yesterday at the finish when I watched the real big important names. Amazon was down yesterday, it's been leading up while the Russell 2000 was up like three and a half percent yesterday and then a few others and I noticed early today it happening in a bigger way so as I speak and again we're in the one o'clock hour who knows how we finish today but the changing of the guard continues right now and I ask myself questions whenever I see things can the lower beta areas that have not led for a long time take keep taking the market up while growth starts coming down my answer is not so sure about that anything's possible but not so sure about that notice my questioning of that in that statement and today Amazon's down 48 and by the way that's okay I'm not saying that's bad news. It was down, I think, uh, 70 at one time, but it's down 48. But the stock just went up 350, 400 points. But Adobe's down 12. It's not great news. Google's down 27. I think they report today after the close. Netflix is down 15. So Netflix, really, the whole reaction to earnings has been given back leading name dexcom dxcm down 16 today i could go through a bunch of teledocs down 15 tesla 20 vertex pharmaceuticals down 12 bunch of sixes and sevens and eights so growth is what we call trading very thick today while the lower beta a lot of green my financials are green the cruise lines remember i said yesterday coming off the lows carnival's up a buck today which by the way is like six seven percent norwegian's up nine percent royal caribbean a little less so and my left screen that's my low beta screen mostly green my right screen is growth mostly red so we're able to see this in real time So we'll see how we finish. We'll see what, what happens. JP Morgan, again, was up like 3.5 today. It's only up one thirty right now. Actually, it was almost up 4 today. It's only up one thirty. So we'll see how we finish, and we'll report to you after the close. We put up these little things at GaryK.com for you to check out. I've been a little remiss on the little market wrap after the close. Up next, more on the markets. Accountability from our government with your money. What? I'll explain. I'm Gary. This is the one only investor's end. To. America is talking. Investor's Edge. He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's just sitting around a Cinderella boy. With Gary Colbomb. Comes highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Thanks for being with us today. Uh, so, uh, examples today. Are You ready? Uh, Housing stocks, housing, we're not getting any good news on housing, but it looks like they're coming up the right side. What, What does that mean, coming up the right side? Well, imagine something going down, you know, in price, makes a right turn, stops going down, rallies up, pulls back a little bit, does not make another low, and then rallies again. Coming up the right side. So housing's doing that today. Lower beta. D.R. Horton, go take a look. D.H.I., coming up the right side. Best way I can put it. Airlines are strong today. Wouldn't call them coming up the right side, but kind of, sort of looking like they want to turn up. Sort of. Kind of. Wait a minute. How can airline stocks go up? They're not even flying. What? Well, it's a good question. Well, the reason why they can rally up is because Delta has gone from 62 down to 20 in the last uh, two or three months. And the thought process is maybe we're at our worst. Maybe. At least the market may bet on it. So guess what? Looks like they may be turning the corner a little bit. Not 100%. But we're seeing it in cruise lines. We're seeing it in housing, airlines. We're seeing it some of these financials, which were dead until two days ago. Mostly dead. This is what we mean by lower beta. We're seeing it in, let's see, uh, how about something like uh, Cummins, Inc.? Earnings down 20, revenues down 17. United Rentals. Honeywell, lower beta. And now you're seeing the pullbacks in the higher beta. And that's what we mean by changing of the guard for right now. Not 100% sure we're talking major moves here, both up or down. But most definitely seeing some of this, what we call stuff getting off its rear end some more than others some better than others and I repeat it's a very good question well done Gary why would Delta stock go up if they're not flying it's because it's already gone from 62 down to 20 and the bet is you know eventually they're going to so somebody's making bets we don't know who And we're seeing it in the action. And we started telling you that yesterday. And again, it may last a while. It may end tomorrow. But I think it probably goes for a little bit of time. And we're seeing it today. Even with the market being up 380 and the Dow's only up 53 now, we're still seeing it. Even with the NASDAQ, which was up 100, it's now down 54. Was down 100 at one time. So it's bouncing a little. NASDAQ 100's down 87 though. We're getting a feel of it. And as we said yesterday. The small caps. Russell 2000s, up 2% today. The mid caps. So we look at the MDY. It's up 3.5% today. And by the way. Don't even ask me what the definition of small and mid-cap anymore. It's been changing throughout ever. Oil. How are oil stocks doing a little bit better here? How are they going up? They are. That's all I can tell you. So we're getting a little bit of those money flows. Singing a few retail names. Some real crappy retail names. And, of course, we'll know a lot more at the end of the day. Again, fortunately and unfortunately, we pre-taped the show in the 1 o'clock hour. Fortunately, because we we are fortunate to have staff and production moving heaven and earth to even get us going. Unfortunately, we'd rather do the show after the close. So we would suggest to you right now, this second lower beta, we're going to be watching how the higher beta pulls back. We like the higher beta much better. It always pays over a period of time. It's where the better growth is. And show me companies that are growing their businesses large amounts through a few year period, and I'm going to show you the big winners. I can promise you, Procter & Gamble will not outdo a great growth name. i have no problem with procter and gamble they have very good diapers and tissues and whatever else they make toothpaste and the like so again a little bit changing of the guard here started yesterday we saw it accentuated a little bit more today and may i say we're we're not unhappy that we're getting some pullbacks in the growth not unhappy we actually hope there's some more to come it's in the pullbacks and in the weakness we can really isolate the real strength as we get through earning season but who knows how we close today markets trading paper thin anything's possible oh and by the way we are in the midst of earning season And a lot is just stuff all over the map. I can tell you, UPS is down five dollars today. Market didn't like the numbers. We can tell you, S&P Global, SPGI, you know, they're a rating service, I believe, and all that stuff. It hit 309 on the open. It's 294 today, down 15 bucks. How'd you like to buy that on the open? So you got to take a step back and see how they play out. T Rowe Price. Investment management up seven today. Guess the market liked whatever they had to say. And guess what that's doing today? Coming up the right side. After dropping from one hundred thirty nine down to ninety five bucks. Investment advisory services, institutional service, that type of stuff. So there's going to be a lot of good and a lot of not so good earnings season time, and we're going to be on each and every one of them. Merck it's down two bucks on earnings. Pfizer's flat on earnings. Caterpillar crappy numbers but still up 90 cents. 3M it's up three bucks on earnings after being up five bucks yesterday. But interesting enough, 3M hit 163 today. It's 155 as I speak. So wild swing even in the 3M today. With earnings down 3%, revenues only up 3%, which may not be so bad. And I will tell you what else we're seeing, and this is just logic and normal. Nobody's guiding. Normal what you do, you, normally you get guidance for the quarter to come, even the year. But since nobody knows how this thing's going to play out, nobody's given guidance at all and frankly if I ran one of these companies I wouldn't be given guidance either so no blame on them and as we go through earnings season we'll let you know the best reactions the worst the best numbers the worst and as always we'll be watching the roadmap as we move forward But right now, this second, definitive changing of the guard. We'll see how long it lasts. And again, it's a long day. I'm always asked about the semiconductors. As we speak, they are up 7 today. But did hit 1764. It was up 40 at one time, only up 7. So just so you know, some of this stuff... Hitting into, when I I put out this little report this morning, hitting into, as we rally up, major, major areas of resistance. And that's just places where people bought months ago and are thanking the Lord they're back to even. They'll tend to sell some. So maybe we're seeing some of that today. But again, one o'clock hour. We don't put the market, we don't put anything past the market and the finish. You do realize a few weeks ago we saw a finish where the Dow went up 900 points in 15 minutes at the close. 900 Dow points in 15 minutes at the close. Up next. Government accountability. Never thought we'd see that. It's up next on the edge. Listening to. What are we waiting for? Well, what are you waiting for? One, two, ready, yeah! go. Action! Investors <laughs> Edge. With Gary Culpa. <laughs> and welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Uh, today's workout, I'll do uh, three to five miles on the incline trainer in my house. We'll do probably six to seven point five on the incline and three point five about on the speed. Uh, in the past, I've done fifteen incline. Every now and then, I'll change it up. The higher the incline, uh, the less speed I'll do, and it, it tougher to do a, a longer period of time. Uh, I'll also be doing ten sets of chest press. You know, the chest and 10 sets of bicep curls and the like. I do the forearms also, and I'll probably do some stretching and who knows what else. That's today's workout. We hope you are getting moving. If you are locked in your house, do not sit on your arse. This is a great time to get some focus, get in shape. You don't need equipment, no, you don't. You can walk a mile in 20 minutes. Go walk for two hours, six miles. Get your butt outside. So, as you know, we complain to you a little bit about the government. Well, we do that all the time. That there's no accountability, that they're corrupt Is all hell. Well, you know that, right? You know, you answer yourself questions. How, Nancy Pelosi, she's worth a hundred million bucks, really. Can I find out how? Dianne Feinstein, her husband got the post office contract. They were converting post offices into other stuff, and he got the contract to do all that. It was like a zillion dollars. How does the husband of a, you know, Dianne Feinstein get that? Interesting. Denny Hastert, that Hastert, that child molester, who's now in jail. I don't even know if he's alive or dead, but he was the speaker of the house. Do you know there was a time where he got real estate at the airport near his in his district and the the real estate he like didn't even pay for it, he got a interest free loan or something like that, and then they decided to build an extra runway and hotels and then they went and sold that real estate so we put nothing down and made millions of dollars? You know how much of that crap is going on from our government? A crapload! How do people that get a salary of making $150,000, $60,000 a year after 10 years have net worths of $10 million? Anybody want to explain that? There's your government. How is it there's more lobbyists in Washington, D.C. than People? It's a cesspool of corruption. And it's both sides of the aisle. You know that. And do you know who all the lobbyists are? Ex politicians. And they're making zillions of dollars. You know what they're doing? They're lobbying their friends in government. I can go on and on and on and on and on. Do you know some of them have committed unbelievable crimes and do you know what happens to them? Nothing. They get censured. So it just continues on and on and on. And you know the biggest crime is? Before even this pandemic, they've been spending a trillion dollars more than they take in a year. That's a crime. Brought to you by Trump, McConnell, Schumer, Pelosi. There's 24 to 25 trillion bucks of that spent more than they took in. It's a crime. The only way to stop them? If we put a law in stating if you run a deficit, you cannot run for reelection, election But you know who would have to put that law in? The same people that are committing the crimes. But I digress. So they came out with this free money. The PPP and the CARES Act and stuff like that, and they screwed up. They came out quickly, because I guess they needed to. But in there, they put out this free money, and they forgot to put guardrails on it. So all these big companies who have great accountants and lawyers recognize it, and they all went and got money. Harvard, Columbia University, the Los Angeles Lakers got a few million bucks. Well, guess what? They finally figured out there's got to be some accountability. So guess what? Governments come out, and they have now sent out that this small businesses, uh, whatever, has sent out new PPP and CARES Act certification requirements with a safe harbor. You know what a safe harbor is? You know you screwed us. We'll give you the May 7th to come clean and give us back the money, or we can arrest you. Not even just fine you, actually arrest you. You know what we're seeing today? A crapload of companies. Here you go, Los Angeles Lakers. We took four million. Here you go, here you go, here you go. And you are going to see a ton of big companies giving back the money that legally they could take because they didn't put guardrails on it. But now they've ch- they changed the rules after they put out the rules. The guardrails have changed and I'm thrilled so the certification has changed you now have to show wait a minute I really did need this money if you did not need the money because just so you know on the first go-round you know what they said oh if you're just a business just send it in even if your business did not go down Even if you can still pay employees, all you had to do was send it in, we'll give you the money, keep paying your employees, and then we forgive the loan. So it's just a gift to anybody, anywhere. And I can tell you there's some people that took 50, 60 million bucks, and some of them are saying, we don't want to give it back. So guess what they did? And I give the applause to Mnuchin, whoever else. They said, screw you, we're changing it. And we're giving you the May 7th on our changes. You come to us by May 7th and say, I got 40 million bucks. I can get the money. I'm a public company. I can get the money in the bond market or I can float some stock or I can get a loan from a big bank, a real loan that you have to pay back. And you give us the money back or you're intent to give us the money back by May 7th. You're good. So we're happy today. A little accountability in Washington, D.C. And of course, because we shamed the hell out of them. And of course, this is an election year. And everybody's going to try and do right as we head into November 3rd. Dow up 57, NASDAQ down 57. Great. You'll have a great day. Drive carefully. We'll put up a market wrap after the close. And when you get home, do like we do, especially now. Work out. Use wipes. Make sure you hug your children. Make sure you hug your family. Have a great day. Have a great night. Bye-bye. This has been Investor's Edge with Gary Kultbomb on BizTalk. To listen to past episodes or to get in contact with Gary, go to GaryK.com. That's GaryK.com.